Welcome to the first season of Arise Esther, a podcast for today's Esthers, women who are ready to rise up in bold, courageous faith, like Esther of old, who stepped up to lead when life was tough and hope was dim, but faith was fierce. Hi, I'm Dawn Scott Damon, your podcast host. As an author, speaker, pastor, and freedom coach, I get to talk to some of the most resilient women on the planet, all who've tackled difficult life crises head-on and triumphed. Now we're here to help you do the very same. So turn it up, Esther. This is your moment. Great to be with all of you again on Arise, Esther. Every now and then we get a special guest And today's one of those days because we have Sherry Cowell with us and she's here to share her story, but she's here to help you because she is the founder and the CEO of EA Books Publishing and she's a member of the Partnership Publishing Trend. Sherry's also traditionally published with four books and her claim to fame, and this is so cool, but her claim to fame is her book, 365 Devotions for Peace, and it is carried by none other than Cracker Barrel. So <laughs> you want to get there and get a copy of her book. Sherry, I'm so glad that you're with us today, and I want to talk all about well, you and what you're doing and about EA Books. So welcome to Arise Esther. Thank you, Don. I'm excited to be here and excited to share all of the great things God is doing with EA and with Arise Esther. Yes. So tell us about EA. Now, does that stand for something special? EA does. Okay. It does. This will date me. Okay. EA stands for Ercom Kana Adonai. So if you are an Amy Grant fan, then yes. you know exactly what that stands for. I love you, Lord, yes. for the amazing, tremendous things you have done for me. That's what it stands for. And so what we do with EA is we come alongside of authors and help them to self-publish their book. We call it partnership publishing. So we partner with authors to help them to get their words out into the world where they can make a difference for God's kingdom. That's so beautiful because there are so many, and maybe even people like me, I'm an author, but I'm more of a speaker than an author. And so it's, 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 always a vision and a dream up for many pastors, leaders, other people who have stories to get some their message in a book. They don't know where to start or how to do that. What's the process? And are you there from beginning to end or you just take manuscripts that are ready to roll? We, we come alongside of our authors. So we work with a lot of pastors and speakers who maybe have a, a series, a speaking series that they've used or a preaching series that they've used. But what they found is that it doesn't quite easily translate into a book. So they want to know how to do that. So we have developmental editors who come alongside of those authors and those speakers, those preachers, those 
teachers and help them to develop that product into a book. Uh, we also have uh, illustrators who work with our children's book authors. So there's many people out there who maybe wrote a story that their children love or their grandchildren love and they like to be able to uh, communicate that out into the world into a book form, but they don't know where to begin. Or uh, we have some people that come to us with some illustrations already uh, done. Maybe they've got a family member or somebody who's done some illustrations and they are so deflated to find out that the publishing industry is not real excited about using those illustrations from someone else. They have their own illustrators. So we can also work with you in that way. So our, our idea of partnership publishing is truly that. We want to come alongside of you and work with you in whatever way is needed to help you get your dreams uh, to that reality stage. Yes, that's a ministry in and of itself. I mean, I know it's a business and it's publishing, but what a ministry because you're really helping to evangelize. People have this message that they want to get out and they want to share their story or, sh again, share this message in a burden and uh, they don't know where to begin. What if, and you're so right, and of course you're right because you're the CEO of this company, but as a speaker, we think, oh, all I gotta do is talk into my telephone or I can just take my message that I preached. It was perfect and I can transcribe it. And then you look at it and you're like, did I really say that like that? I mean, this is, it doesn't just translate right into. Well, uh, you know, the, the thing that uh, is the most challenging thing with a speaker who also learns to write is that when you are speaking, you are connecting with that audience. You have a, something that is happening in the room and there's some feedback that's going on. And when you make a pause, you are communicating within that pause. When you write, however, there needs to be a way to make those pauses happen. You can't just, you know, double space and there's a break in there. There has to be something else that's happening in the writing that does the same thing that your nonverbal communication is doing when you are speaking in front of an audience. So there are things that we can help you learn how to do uh, as you are writing that will help you to put those pauses in and put those nonverbal communications in and help your stories come to life. Those stories that you're known for in your speaking. We can help turn those into uh, um, a book that comes to life and leaps off the page. Mm. But there are specific ways of doing that and we can help you to do that. That sounds so exciting. I know that people listening want to know more about it because they're listening to this podcast, first of all. And so they're leaning in just a little bit more to hear this. Now, what would you say to the person who says, here's my manuscript, it's ready to go, God gave this to me, I don't want it edited. Uh, oh my, oh my, oh my. Have so, you ever heard that before? Never, never heard that. <laughs> of course we hear that. And so what we try to do is uh, we come alongside that author and say, I am sure that God gave you the message and he indeed has given you the message. 
but the way the message is necessarily communicated doesn't mean that it's exactly from God. So what we want to do is we want to have our editors do a free sample edit. So this is good. Mm -hmm. It's free. It doesn't cost anybody anything to have a free sample edit. And what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate the manuscript, look at it from beginning to end, and then our editor is going to do a, a sample on a few pages to show you what it is that they're recommending, how they would come alongside you and strengthen what you've already written. Because what happens most of the times is people have heard or maybe they've even experienced an editor who changes their voice. And they don't want that to happen. This is their baby. And what our editors are really great at is not changing your voice. What we want to do is we want to get everything out of the way that would impede your message from getting to that listener's heart. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we think we're communicating very clearly, but the editor can look at that sentence and say, did you mean this? Because this is what I'm hearing. And the reader will, or the author will say, oh no, that's not what I meant at all. And so by the, by the editor saying, did you mean to say this? Because this is what I'm hearing. The, the author can all of a sudden hear their words in a different way and say, wow, I hadn't thought of it, but you're right. If I reread it with that, that ear, I can see how you got that out of that. And that's not what I intended at all. So it really is a back and forth with our editors and we're not wanting to change your voice. The relationship with an editor is so paramount, really. I have a phenomenal editor and at first I was really shy to give her my work you know i almost wanted to send it to an editor before i sent it to the other editor <laughs> yes. well i actually did do that truth be known because i i was so concerned about all the red lines and the this and the that because it happened to me once and i got intimidated and i stopped writing for a while yeah. it was kind of overwhelming like you have this uh voice inside as a writer we call it the inner critic, right? That's telling us how not to, oh, you're not really a writer. You're an imposter. Someday everybody will figure out that you don't know what you're doing. But, it, but there's no shame in that. Even if I don't know what I'm doing, that's what the editor is there for, to make me better than I already am, right? Yes, yes. And you will attest, since you have a really good editor, that a really good editor just makes you better. And, and, and I do, I read that and I look at that and I think, well, now she knows my voice. And so sometimes I don't know if I wrote that or if she polished it up or what. And I think that is really good writing. That's inspired yeah. of God. That must be my editor. <laughs> yes. Or I say, thank you, God, that that was truly you because it wasn't me. Yes. That's right. That's, That's right. right. So, but I think sometimes, um, especially in this world, we think that, uh, you're not going to make money on writing a book, but when, when authors work with you, maybe they will make some money towards their ministry. How does that all work? Yes, that is one of our hidden little secrets that hopefully is not going to be hidden after this. Anymore, tell us more. Yes. So our authors are making uh, about a $10 profit off the sale of 
every book. Now, if you are traditionally published, you know that that is just not the way it works, traditionally no. published. Uh, I make on my traditionally published books about 75 cents, maybe a dollar. Yeah not $10. So when I am sell, when my authors are selling their own books, they're making between five and $10, depending upon what profit structure they set, because we don't set your retail price. You get to do that as, as, as the author with us. So somewhere between five and $10. And so if you uh, look at our cost structure, uh, for for self-publishing because we we just charge a flat fee for for producing your book so anywhere between fifteen hundred and twenty five hundred dollars is is the average price of one of our packages and if you're making a ten dollar profit that means you're gonna break even selling hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty books and after that it is pure profit. So like you said earlier, if you are running a ministry, if you are a speaker, if uh, you are a pastor and you have a church and you have some missions that you want to support, this is the way to be able to fund those other things. And if you are a traditionally published author and you're wanting to maybe do uh, some marketing that you need to pay for, this is one of the ways that you can do that because this provides that profit margin that a lot of us need to help us on our bottom line. That's tremendous. You know, I think a lot of writers still kind of have um, stars in their eyes and they still want to be published traditionally. But I think more and more today, I mean, how do you feel about it? I'm not sure that that's really the ideal way to go anymore. What you just described sounds like the perfect scenario well it is but i i like the idea of being a hybrid author hybrid means that you're doing both that you are still pitching to uh the to be traditionally published and by the way that's how i got the the author the offer through zondervan for that book that is carried in cracker barrel i owned my publishing company at the time that I got that contract. And I chose to go that way for that particular project because it had the Cracker Barrel offering attached to it. So I don't think we need to be one or the other. What we wanna do is we want to uh, do what Jesus said. You're gonna scatter seeds. Yeah. You are gonna go everywhere and in every door that God opens. And for many authors, what you have is you have a lot of books that you have pitched and you know in your heart of hearts that it is a book that is needed. You know it is a book that would sell well, but it's just not getting picked up. And that is the perfect book to be able to use for something like, uh, like what we do with Partnership Publishing, because you can make some money off of it and fund your other things, but I also want to support our, 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 our publishing industry out there. They, they do so much for us and we want to keep them afloat. We want to keep our bookstores afloat. We want to do everything we can to sow into every avenue that is available to us because God 
is the waterer of the seeds. We just sow, we just plant, and he's the one that brings the harvest. So I encourage everyone to do everything that is possible. That's beautifully said. And I think as I'm listening to you too, I'm, I'm reminded of how much credibility being an author can lend you as a speaker or someone who has a ministry. And that's, a, that's another important reason to get your book out, isn't it? It is. It is. When you, when you speak, if you can send those participants home with a word that is going to back up the message that you've just shared with them, that message is going to live in their homes, in their lives for weeks and months to come. And then when they finished reading that book, they're going to pass it on to somebody else who wasn't at your speaking event. So your words are going beyond just what you can do, what you can share. They're living on and who knows where God is going to take that book. Yes, that's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. What is the process then? If someone is listening and they're interested, what would be the first thing that they do? Do, do they have to have a whole manuscript finished or can they start a process before it's done? We, we talk to people in all different stages at conferences. And so some people have been with us for years and years as they have been uh, navigating their book process. They've been building their, their platform. Uh, and then I just had a lady a couple of weeks ago that called me and said, I've had your business card for six years. Okay. I am finally ready to publish. I'm like, okay, God, this is so cool. You are such a cool God That's because cool. I, I'm so excited about publishing her book. She has worked diligently. She joined a critique group. She polished her writing. She worked very hard at her platform. She's finally ready ready. And I'm so proud of her. So whether you have a book that's ready to go right now, or maybe you just have an idea and you want somebody to bounce it off of, maybe you need one of those developmental editors to work with you, or maybe you are uh, needing some help with building that platform. We have marketing coaches who will come alongside of an author and work with them to build their platform so that when their book is ready, they already have that platform. So whether they publish with us or they traditionally publish, that marketing coach has set them up with a platform and in a way to reach their audience, which of course is what a traditional publisher is looking for. That's fabulous. And you cannot stress that enough. A coach, a platform coach, or someone to help you with yes. your brand, perhaps, to, to really because that is so critically important. Do they have to be one of your authors to hire one of your coaches? They do not. And let me share this one thing. And and this is this is I wish this had been around when I first got started. Uh, and, it, and it wasn't. And I spent a ton of money and I spun my wheels in a gazillion different directions. Uh, and I wore myself out. And I finally said, God, there has got to be a better way. Uh, and he said, yes, there is. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> and uh, for about six months, God and I worked 
on uh, this, this process that has now become what we call marketing coaching. So this is what God taught me. Marketing is not about you or your book. It's about answering this question. What are my readers' hopes, dreams, fears, and faith questions? Now, that sounds like a really simple question, but when you're working with one of our coaches, that should take about two to three weeks to answer. It's a real spiritual question. It's a pondering type question. Uh, it, it, it's a sleepless night kind of a question. And then the second question is this, how am I uniquely gifted and qualified to speak to those needs? Mm -hmm. Now, at the intersection of the answer to those two questions is where marketing becomes ministry. So we are going to help you to turn your marketing into ministry and start with those questions. And then we're going to build your marketing program from the answers to those questions. So this is a three to four month one-on-one -on -one coaching process. So the question that everyone wants to know is when do I start that? And I say, if God has given you a calling, He's giving you this ministry. He knows exactly who you are going to speak to. And it's our job now to help you to connect to those people. So we want to start that right now. And if you're listening to this, this uh, podcast, then this is truly what this is for. This program is for you to help you get started with that so that you can build that platform. And then whenever God has uh, that book ready, uh, your audience will be ready to purchase that book. Uh, that's that's an amazing thing. In fact, you and I will probably have to talk later because um, as an author, I have uh, just five books. I'm just getting the sixth one going, but I just want to focus on content, you know, mm. and, and also I am a pastor and a speaker. So my world is, um, you know, you talked about earlier of, about the, the speaking, not translating well in writing, they say content is king, but in preaching presentation is king, you know, and then content is queen. But, but my point is just being that uh, I, that's what I need to focus on is that content. Then I go to social media. I don't have time. I, I, I it's overwhelming. We, I, I wish I could just take what's in my brain and just put it onto your brain because the way that we go about doing this, it doesn't add more to, to your schedule. The way we go about doing this, you will be excited to do some social media. You will be excited to create this content and to do these things because it's already in you. It is part of you. It's not going to be an added thing that you're going to do. We're going to show you how to take what you're already doing and just duplicate it into these other formats because we really want this to be your heart communicating with their heart because when you make a friend, friends buy friends books. You don't have to sell a book. You don't have to market yourself. You just are making a friend and you're making a difference in somebody's life. And when you do that, the books sell as a byproduct of making a friend. Yep. 
Yep. So powerful. And, and you're, it's, you're just so, I, you're right. I mean, of course you're right. Cause you're the expert, but I agree with it. And having been in this journey long enough to know, you know, that that's exactly how it works and uh, to have that kind of coaching, I would, I would say to anyone who's maybe a new author or you're not, you know, you not Sherry, you know, we hear this a lot. People say, Oh, I hate marketing. I don't want to talk about myself. And it's not that. And, it's not. and it's, you have to do it. It's part of, if you're going to, if you're going to be in this industry, it's part of it. Yeah. So get the coaching. That would be yeah. fabulous. Yes. So here's a tough question. Have you ever had to turn anyone down and say your, your book doesn't fit what we do? Yes. Okay. Uh, of course, I have Google ads out there like everybody else does, you know, so we get calls from people that don't meet us at Christian conferences. So uh, we do have a, a statement of faith on our website and some content that comes to us does not fit that. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we do not do uh, zombies and, and we do not do erotica and we do not do, I mean, I didn't even know half of this stuff existed. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sheltered little Christian here. So I didn't even know. <laughs> I went to a, a general market conference. That's what they call the secular you know, side. Right. And I, I, I went there out of obedience because I thought that that was where I needed to be. I truly was blown away. I had no idea there was all of this other kind of writing out there. So uh, yes, we've turned down quite a bit of that. Some of it, I do have to say, some might be testing us. And so, uh, you know, I, I have to be very careful about what we turn down and how we turn it down because we don't want to be sued. And so that is yeah. a very scary thing. Yeah. Uh, but God so far has protected us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, we have turned that down. Now, uh, people that are, have a genuine heart uh, for the Lord and have something that is maybe not quite up to uh, the level that is ready for publication, we, we are honest with them and we say, you know, this really does need some work. Mm -hmm. uh, we are happy to work with you. Uh, that, you know, the, the gal that I was just telling you about, I, I sent her to uh, her, her local writing group. I said, you know, you need to grow as a writer. Mm -hmm. uh, you, need, you need to learn. And uh, I've done that with several people. I don't want to take somebody's money. That's not what we're about. Yep. Uh, we are about kingdom building and taking people's money is not going to build the kingdom. Mm -hmm. uh, I only want to publish someone if they're really ready and if they feel like and that they're going to earn out what they've invested with us. So uh, there was a man that was on social security and I, I told him, I said, you know, to be real honest, I'm, I'm not sure that you have the finances available. So let, let's do this. You, you see if, if you have, you know, 150 people who are willing to give you $10. And if you are, if you have 150 people willing to give you $10 towards the publication of your book, then you can tell them that you will give them an autographed copy of the book when it's published. So I didn't take the man's money. I said, go in and test this out and see if it's going to work. So yeah, we're not about taking people's money, but we do want to come alongside you and help you to polish 
your craft of writing if that's where you are headed, if God is calling you in that way. That's wonderful. Um, and I, I love that integrity that you have. And I love that wherever people are on the, the spectrum, that you can work with them, you can help them. You, they may be ready or they're not, but they're not just being cast away. You're going to say, hey, we can coach, we can help, or we can refer you to places and we can look at this again in, in a year from now or whatever. Right. What about distribution? How do you help your author? Is there any services there or is that all on their, their end? That's actually part of the publishing packages that we offer. So you're going to see in the different publishing packages, which you can go to eabookspublishing.com. That's our website. All of our packages are spelled out there. So we have nothing hidden. Uh, all the pricing and everything is spelled out there. So you can see it. But there's basically two categories of packages. One would be primarily Amazon. And, you know, that's exciting because... Amazon is where 85% of the books are sold today. Yeah. So you're hitting 85% of the market. And so that is not a bad publishing package. But if your heart is set on that library or bookstore market, we also offer that package. So that would be our premium package. And so we work through Ingram as our distribution partner, plus 140 other distributors. So if you go with that package, it is pretty much everywhere that print books are sold. Uh, it's in the library lending market, it's in the bookstore market, it's in the general market uh, bookstores, it is everywhere with that premium package. So we have everything that you could possibly want, just depending upon which, which direction you're feeling called and what your pocketbook says. Yep. So we got options. I'm hearing options. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, Sherry. It's been so great to have you on today. Before I let you go, tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now, what you're doing, and um, how you're impacting the kingdom of God. Like you are a modern day Esther. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, well, um, maybe you're referring to tree houses. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband and I are uh, building rental tree houses in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. So the property that we are building on borders the national park. And by November, we will have two tree houses uh, ready for rent and then next year we will have two more on that property for a total of four tree houses. We are so excited about this opportunity. Uh, you know, there are many, many places that you can stay in the Smoky Mountains, but a tree house and a tree house that's been prayed over, oh. a tree house that has the Holy Spirit just walking on those grounds mm -hmm. is something that we pray will be a retreat and be a place that people come and they are renewed and refilled and regenerated. Uh, we, we pray that it is a blessing to many, many people. It sounds amazing. I think you've got the perfect world. Somebody can 
Com- rent the treehouse, write their book, and then have you publish. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> right. And I, and I think too, as a pastor, my husband is um, um, part of a ministry called Pastor Well, mm. and, one, and, and they have respites for pastors, you know, so pastors can go and get you and I need to talk so we yes. can make this happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would love that. So, well, it's been great to have you. I'm so glad we had this opportunity. I'm really excited because I truly believe that, that there are going to be many people who are listening that you are exactly the answer to their prayer that they've been having. They want to get their book out. So thank you for being on Arise, Esther. We so appreciate it. And again, I am your host, Don Scott Damon. This has been Arise Esther. And I have a question for you, modern day Esther. Is this your moment? I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you found value, make sure that you visit ariseesther.captivate.fm. Like us, love us, and review us. And hey, want to join the movement? Visit us on the Arise movement.com to get connected. And for more information about me, your freedom coach and host, visit freedomgirlsisterhood.com. And while you're there, take the 60-day freedom challenge. You'll be so glad you did. Until we meet again, keep rising. This is your moment.